listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 88 on EdReach. I'm Snorda, ingenious with my Minecraft Dominion. <laughs> this is Ed Gamer for Saturday, February 9th, 2013. Ed Gamer's part of the EdReach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. A Dominion type voice. Do you, you know what that means? Okay. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. Jerry? Mm -hmm. Who are you? My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher in Schaumburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. Jerry? Yes. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Good long yeah. week. It was a long week, and we haven't recorded for a while because uh, our interview with uh, Dave McCool was... I mean, uh, I really missed you. What would you say? Nothing. Kind of blocked out there. I it couldn't hear you. it later. Okay, great. It does dual track, so you know I can mm. mute mine out and just totally hear what you're saying. So wait, saying. this whole time we could have just muted all of your parts, recorded mine, so these poor people didn't have to suffer through all your bad jokes and... Yes, and if you want to edit the show, <laughs> I'd be glad to give it to you, and we can go from there. Maybe if they just put in a right ear headphone, will they just hear my commentary? If I send it out that way, <laughs> yes, but I put it together, and I, I don't and you, use stereo. And you do a great job, and I know that's that's a lot of work, too. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Jerry. So uh, so what's, uh, just talking about it, you have some snow up up. North. Yeah, yeah, we had. Great uh, White North, eh? We had a big... I don't know. I don't know what you guys do at the middle school type level, but we have uh, all kinds of, you know, standardized testing. Always fun. And uh, yes. it's getting to be that time of the year. So uh, this year we do, we did some practiced, practice testing. Um, so I volunteered to help out and we, we give the, let's see, we give the explore test. Oh yes. And sophomore year they get the plan test. And junior year, they get the ACT test, the pre-ACT. Um, so that's all. None of that's even the PSAE, the other test. But yeah. it's interesting because, um, you know, you start to see some of these gaming, you know, gaming and learning concepts coming into this. Because one of the big things they wanted to do this year is with our new mastery manager, which is like our, you know, new Scantron program. They Are to you give, using that? Yes. We're using it, too. Yeah, it's kind of sweeping the nation take stock in it until somebody gets tired of it and chooses something else it's 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 getting better it's interesting it's interesting it's actually not bad you know what we we had about um five 550 kids show up and take the test they all finished it, it just pretty much exactly the same time we collected all the scantrons and within 20 minutes had them all run through the machine and back out to the kids we served them pizza while they were waiting but um you know oh so hold it you'd use the scan uh use the sheets yeah. Instead of like we can set ours up, and I'm sure you can too. We set up ours online, and they can they get a code, and then they can take it online. Okay, I've seen that. Yeah, we we do that a little bit with um like performance evaluations. You know, like I'll I'll drag my computer around and give kids. Right. Yeah. Um. No, this was um. We still print out the sheets, and we print out. We don't use Scantron sheets. I just call them that. I know it's actually like a 
a brand name. Um, we print out the, you know, the bubble sheets for them. You know, Jerry, we should have an alarm system go off when we talk about something like this. I know. Why? Because it's like we're an educational gaming podcast and we're talking about scantrons. <laughs> yeah. Danger. Danger. Boycott the bubbles. Um, okay, so moving on from that, yeah. yes. It's, but there was it's, a lot of snow that night. I was worried. Yes. We, yeah, we got from snow to scantrons. Oh, my word. Okay. But you know what? It actually it did play into it because, like I said, um, the purpose of that was immediate feedback. They wanted the kids yes. to see their scores and their answers the same night and then be able to go over them. So, Good recovery, Jerry. See, that? see what I did there? Yeah. Yes. that's we, we are professionals. Right. Right. So, yeah, we didn't get any of the snow. We got the uh, the rain, which now, according to uh, the National Weather Service, we are no longer in a drought situation, which is, Congratulations I'm sure, the too. farmers. Yeah, the farmers are, I'm sure, February. jumping up and down. Yeah, so we're we're hopeful there. Um, you had game club this week. Yeah, I did. Um, game club spent a couple weeks, but uh, one of our other teachers that helps me out with game club brought in um, a favorite game of his, uh, a brand new card game to the group, and uh, introduced the kids, and it was great, man. They were so into it, and uh, we all learned a new game, so that was cool. Yeah, so we, the, if you notice the title of, of the show, some of you might have caught on, but mm-hmm. the four games that, the board games that we talked about in, uh, that we had in Game Club this week, we had Snorda, Ingenious, <laughs> um, Minecraft, and Dominion. So Dominion. So that's why uh, we had that. So so what's Dominion like? Uh, Dominion was pretty cool. It, um, just a, a basic uh, card playing type game. Um, let's see if I can even. Um, figure out how to explain it here. It's made by Rio Grande Games. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty new, you know. Um, I, I guess it falls into that, you know, kind of magic type thing. Anybody that knows the game really well probably hates the fact that I just said that. But, um, you know, <laughs> Magic the Gathering type gameplay. It's got, like, different types of cards that you can do things with. Um, still a lot of math, you know, that the kids are you're adding up victory points. Um, <clears throat> I know one of the big differences... You're, you know, playing off of you're playing off of your own deck and your own shuffle pile and things like that, which which makes it kind of interesting as opposed to pulling from a you know group shuffle pile. You're pulling from your own, which is kind of cool, reshuffling. But uh, it moves kind of slow the first couple times that you play it, and then when when everybody really gets into it, um, the games can go go really really fast, like under 30 minutes. So yeah, it's really cool. No, that's that's one that I've I've wanted to try to play. So I'll have to add that onto my list. Uh, any other? games i mean how is your turnout uh turnout's pretty good it's it's slow moving right now because of the the winter weather and things like that so a lot of kids are heading home early we're uh getting getting different pushes from you know we're getting like uh big sectors of we have uh Yu-Gi-Oh! is still going real strong we've got like two to three Yu-Gi-Oh! tables every week kids that um are hardcore into the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game and then, um, you know, just a bunch of kids that'll try kind of what whatever's out there. And then uh, we still got some kids that are bringing in like uh, GameCube every week and having some <laughs> serious, uh, serious competitions on that. So fun. Metroid and, and Mario Kart. Mario, a lot of Mario. Yep. Very cool. So uh, one of the parents that we have that's uh, been coming in, volunteering and helping my game club uh, brought in several games. One of them was Snorta, and the other one was Ingenious. And Ingenious, 
I was introduced to that a few years back at Gen Con, part of the Educators uh, Trade Day Show Forum. And it's what you do. The game is played on a hex board, 120 equally sized pieces, each consisting of two joined hexes come with the game. There are symbols on each hex that make up the piece. Some pieces have two identical symbols. Some have two different symbols, not unlike dominoes. The goal of the game is through clever placement to obtain points in the different symbol colors. Points are claimed by placing a piece such that the symbols on it lie next to an already placed piece with the same symbol. So you're trying to line up your pieces, the same, I guess, uh, symbol colors next to each other. So if it's blue stars, you try to line up as many blue stars as you can in a row and you gain points on that. The game ends with no more tiles that can be placed on the board or when a player reaches the maximum number in every color. Now each player looks and see how many points they have scored on the color they scored the least. Whoever has the most points in their least scored color is the winner. You have one, two, three, four, five, six different colored symbols. And you move your little piece, game piece, you have a little game board, and a little tracking board in front of you. When you score points, you move it across that board. And you try to get as many points as you can across the board. But if you have, you could have all high points in all areas except for one and you could lose the game because it's based off your least colored symbol Hmm. so it kind of you want the most points but yet you need to make sure that you take care of all the different colored symbols cool so after a wonderful editing job by me hopefully that will make sense it is it's an easy it's it's easy to learn how to play and get going. It's very difficult to explain. That's good. Snorta, on the other hand. Snorta. You just like saying that, don't yeah. you? Welcome to Snorta. Now, my youngest daughter uh, was dropped off and uh, started playing with the junior high kids, which she thought was very cool. And she joined in uh, some of the uh, some of the board games, and she got into this one. In Snorta, each player is given a plastic farm animal. Cute cartoonishly designed one uh, cute you know nicely designed ones in a sound off everyone makes their animal sound then hides it in their barn all the animal cards are passed out each player quickly flips over cards into a face-up pile in front of them going around the circle when a card is placed placed down matches one of the cards already on the table those two players rush to say the animal sound of the other player you don't make the noise of the animal on the card it's hard to remember everyone's animal under under the pressure, so the speed and memory game is lively and fun to play. So it was hilarious. I'm, I'm off helping other kids, and I'm hearing them make these animal sounds. And, of course, my daughter, who's, who's, who's a pretty smart little cookie, she, uh, she's getting excited because she's, you know, winning some hands. And, and I got another, there's a student of mine, and he's sitting over there like, Oh my goodness! He's he's yelling. He's just like it was just it was funny. It was just he messed up, and my third grade daughter was was putting the screws on him. So uh, it was it was funny. It's just it it was a funny game, and you have to play it with a lot of different people. I mean, you know, a lot of people. Um, they say five, six. I think you can go up to seven different players. Oh, it goes up to eight, three to eight players. Huh. Cool. The more people you have, the funner it is because you're just yelling out sounds and it's kind of funny nice yeah so that was that was a that was a fun simple game and ingenious is 
fun to play, easy to start to learn to understand, hard to master, and very difficult to explain. So the other the other thing, of course, we have our Minecraft and had a ton of kids. We had 25 kids show up this week, which we've been averaging between 25 and 30, which is wonderful. And I've gotten a few uh, parent emails just saying thank you for doing this. Kind of gives my you know son or daughter a place to, to go and have fun and, and meet people that uh, are of like-mindedness. That's pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, it is, it is nice. It is very cool to have that. Which kind of the Minecraft leads us into the next topic, which is the SIT conference, which is coming up very quickly. I'm and excited. I snagged, and and you know I kind of dragged Jerry uh, into this. He was interested, but oh, was got him interested. interested and yeah. now, what are you going to do at your site up in uh, at Stevenson? I'm, I'm going to help. Uh, I'm going to help judge. I'm going to use a little bit of my artistic and um, my design background to judge some of the uh, the the SIT craft entries. Yeah, and I don't know if you know this. I probably don't. But you probably don't. Uh, I think we have over 100 entries for the pre-conference build. Awesome. And as I'm looking here, I just want to – I think it's being updated. Um, yeah, we're, we're close to 100 builds, and that's across the state. So that's not like it's – you know, that's not like it's all our area, which I think we have over – I think we have close to 500 kids signed up for um, the conference here. That's going to be fun. Uh, That's going to be normal. cool. And we're going to have, I think, two rooms for the Minecraft build. We have one room filled with 80 computers, another room filled with 40-some computers. And we're going to split it up by secondary and elementary. Hmm. And I got the elementary uh, room, which I think I got the better end of that deal. <laughs> I think I <laughs> I think they're going to be a little easier to handle than the junior junior high and high school kids. But that, uh, that being said, we're going to have a lot of contests going on that day, and that's very exciting. The pre-conference build, you know, over 100 kids, and there's going to be some awesome, awesome prizes. I think the kids are going to be very happy. And I think next year it's going to be one of the things that uh, it, it's going to build. I think we're going to get more and more kids wanting to do this Minecraft contest. I think 100 kids is wonderful. Uh, and I think we'll have a lot more the day of because they'll have access to the program. And Oh, yeah, for sure. So I think that's going to work out well. Now, one of the problems that we've been running into is that some of the kids are trying to figure out how to record their video, uh, their capture it. Uh, you know, they don't have to do a machinima, but that would be <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, they could if they wanted to. They capture the video and then put it on YouTube or put it on another site and then get it to us so we can actually see it and judge it before the SIT conference starts. That's interesting that, you know, that might be something that needs to start being addressed in, uh, <laughs> in, in, in technology programs. Because now, um, I know, you know, when I was talking to Scott Weidig and I had to do my application for our one-to-one, -one, you know, program coming up, um, a video was a requirement. Um, and obviously you're talking about a screenshot, but, you know, just a video in general being a requirement as uh, for a lot of the, and they decided to do that because they found so many, so many things coming out now where you were required to submit a video, you know, right. Things just, uh, online applications aren't cutting it anymore. So this is, this is a, it's a great skill for kids to have too. Yeah. To be able to capture the video, um, and, and, and put it together, you know, it, it, 
there are programs out there, especially if you have a Mac. Mm. I think it's mm. pretty easy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Quick time. To capture video. Quick time. Record the whole screen or just part of it. Yeah. A little bit. So, edit in iTunes. Share it. Yeah. Or, wonderful. Uh, so, in what? iMovie. iMovie. Yeah, I'd love to see some video editing in iTunes. <laughs> well, you could do it, just... No, you can't. No, you can't. So there's a couple programs, and one that I hear constantly is Fraps. Um, Bless you. F-R-A-P-S. And that's video capture and video and audio capture. Mm -hmm. Popular. And I have not messed with it. Have you messed with that one? I, I think just on the outside. Um, I watched a kid mess with it, I think, so I haven't had any real personal. But I have heard that as a recommendation before as well. Yeah. I've heard both of these. So I think. And it's free, isn't it? Uh, from what I know, yeah, but I could be wrong. I think most of these things work in a in a free free setting. You know, like any good freeware, they'll give you the the basic elements of it, and then when you want to get more advanced, yeah, upgrade. Yes, and I know if you do if you're this isn't for Minecraft, but any games within uh, Steam, uh, they have a video recording and editing software in there, mm -hmm. so that that's kind of nice. Well, it's nice. I, I guess my my toss into this would be. Um, Understand whether you uh, one of the biggest features to be able to have is, is whether you can select part of a screen capture or whether it's a full monitor capture, because right. with so many games you're, you're inside a window, you know, or whether you're online, mm -hmm. then you're getting your entire desktop and all the stuff that goes with it, as opposed to you being able to set just a small portion of the screen really makes it right. much nicer. Right. Now, the one program, I don't know if Fraps does that, but uh, Snagit. You know, there was a program called Jing, and it's being, you know, pushed aside. They're, I think it's TechSmith is the is the company. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, TechSmith. And they're not going to, um, I think Jing is one thing that they're, like I said, pushing aside. And they're pushing Snagit. And that is a program where they have also, you probably know this one, Camtasia. Yes, I've heard of Camtasia, yeah. Yeah, Camtasia is pretty nice. And it's mostly for... That's video editing, mm -hmm. well, you know, capturing video and such. You know, and Snagit is more pictures, but it also can capture short, you know, I think up to ten minutes of video. But you can't edit it within Snagit. Okay. It's it's you can capture areas on a screen, and then record that, and then you're good. Yeah. And that's they have an education price. I think it's like thirty dollars that I saw. I don't know if that would be okay for kids if they can get that price. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice program for, from what I'm seeing and I've messed around with it. I'm using the trial right now. Yeah. You know, this is, this is probably basic, but for somebody that's struggling to do this out there, there's two, two big words you got to get around when, when you're searching, you know, cause if you're, if you're just searching on the internet, how do I make a video of Minecraft? Oh goodness. You're, you're going to find two different kinds of programs. One's a capture, which is what you were talking about. And the other is an edit. So you're going to capture something. Doesn't always mean you can edit it like what you're talking right. about. So you can use other programs. Right. And, and some I'm... do some, some capture and edit and some don't, but you, you know, you want to capture, you know, Minecraft. That's, that will help you at least get on the right track. And that's, that's raw video. Right. I mean, you can, you can get the raw video there. Now, and this, you know, this is something I maybe we can talk about, uh, you know, next week because I want to put this together. Since I'm on a Windows PC, I'm assuming I could take Snagit, capture the video, and then drop it into Movie Maker. I would assume. That's and then that's be able the to exact, mess around with it there. That's the exact way I, you know, I do it on a Mac, capture it in QuickTime and then edit in 
um, iMovie, and that's those are comparable programs. So I, I would think that would work. Yeah. So it's uh, and I'm guessing anytime you're doing that in your classroom, mm-hmm. you're using the Macs. Yeah, and we would actually. Um, well, it depends on the class. We we sometimes set it in iMovie. Sometimes we bump it up into uh, Final Cut Pro, which is more of a professional grade program, um, but is very nice for transitions, effects, and uh, text. Okay. And it well, has fantastic output because you can output directly into your YouTube account, and it's like it does uh, all the hard work for you of resolutions and and all that crazy stuff. Well, that that sounds nice. It's actually fantastic. Yeah. So this is something that I'm going to be, like I said, I'm going to be messing with a little bit more. We can kind of update people next week yeah, on that. Definitely. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no. Uh, another okay. another couple long weeks as we inch closer to ice. Are we, yeah. Are we going to do a live remote? I have no idea. I think we should. I have no we idea. Do it right I, here I think... in this bedroom where, where you're going to sleep and I'm currently sitting. Wonderful. That's a exactly visual... Good. That's I'm not going to sit here while you're sleeping. I appreciate that. I mean, well, well, we'll see. Yeah, I see that next week uh, we'll have a show for next week. The week after that is the SIT conference. So I don't – we'll have to figure something out there. It's going to be tough because we're going to be both volunteering all day long. <clears throat> yeah, um, maybe we do a – maybe do something special from the SIT conference. That would be cool. That would be cool. Live and then, SIT. Yeah, live SIT. Jerry and Zach stand at sit. I love it. I still want a t-shirt. <laughs> the week after that, we have the ice conference, so we'll have to figure out posting on that one too. So, okay, I think we've taken enough quality time away from our listeners. So, <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach network. Have a great week. Today, 1964, what happened? It is February 9th. 1964. I'm not. I'm thinking. Johnson's president. Uh, space. Oh, something new. Oh, space. Something more important than space. Civil rights. No. Oh. The Beatles make their appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Oh.